Good morning. Your wake-up call number 421. The three superpowers of the ketones, including hack number 16, time-limited eating or time-restricted eating. So even if Gondry's books is about ketones, it is actually not about a keto diet. Of course, he has something he calls the Keto Code Program. But for him, for Gondry, it's about finding the sweet spot, spot where you are uncoupling your mitochondria enough to get all the benefits in a way where you have as little restriction as possible, meaning you can eat as, a, a, as much of a variety as possible. And that's also the reason why your hack this morning is time-restricted eating. And I will talk more about that in the end. And the thing about uncoupling, I will talk more about um, the day after tomorrow, I think. But ketones is important, important for everyone, regardless of diet, regardless of if you are on a diet or not, <laughs> if you just eat normal food or not. And we actually now understand better what they do in our bodies, and I'm going to tell you about that now. The name keto or a ketogenic diet refers, of course, to ketones, which is something your liver can, can make out of fatty acids. The fat that you eat from food is split up into fatty acids before it, is, uh, before it enters your, your, your body through the digestion system. And also your own fat in your body is, is stored as fatty acids. And that your liver can transform into ketones and the the popular theory is that ketones is a fantastic fuel for the body and not least for the brain because the fatty acids are so big molecules that they can't pass through the blood brain barrier and thereby getting being used of the brain as fuel but ketones can go to the brain and provide fuel for the brain. And that's good. So the body has taken care of that even though we are fasting, even though we, are, we, are, we experience a hunger period or it's winter, the brain can get its energy from our own reserves, our own storage, our own fat on the body. But even when you are in full ketosis, as it's called, you collectively seen only can get 30% of your energy from ketones and your brain can only generate energy from ketones for 60% 60 of its uh, energy consumption. The rest the brain needs from glucose. And of course, your liver can also make glucose out of fatty acids and that's called gluconeogenesis. So your liver can also provide the glucose for the brain via fatty acids. And slowly, you might 
really realize how important it is to protect your liver, as Dr. Robert Lustig talked about last week. Our liver is really an important organ to protect in our bodies in order for, in order for our health, but also healthy aging. For our bodies, but also for our brains. So it turns out that ketones are not that super fuel that we thought it was. In fact, ketones are what Gundry calls fuel waster. And that is pretty genius, even though it sounds as a paradox when it comes to survival. Why is it a good idea to waste fuel when it's all about survival? <clears throat> well, when we produce or have ketones in the body, the body understands that we are running out of resources. And it's a signal to your energy factories, the little mitochondria, to protect themselves at all costs. The mitochondria, our energy factories, are our own chan only chance of survival. Without them, we die. And because the energy production in those mitochondria are very exhausting and even dangerous for the mitochondria themselves, which we have heard a little bit about in the months of in the early May, uh, called oxidative stretch stress. The because it is dangerous to produce energy, the mitochondria reduce their energy production and let that energy that comes in of, in the front door out through the back door. It simply just opens the back door so that glucose, fatty acids and ketones can go right out again without being converted to energy. That is called uncoupling. And I will get back to that uh, the day after tomorrow. And in that way, the mitochondria protect themselves from damage by increasing the uncoupling. And that's good because it protects our mitochondria. That's one of the superpowers of ketones. And this superpower is especially good in connection with the other superpower of ketones, which is that ketones signals to the mitochondria to create more mitochondria within the cell, making more energy factories inside the cell. The presence of ketones stimulates the mitochondria to reproduce themselves inside and independent of the cell, meaning there are more energy factories to produce the same energy. Each and every little mitochondria needs to make less, meaning create less damage to themselves, and thereby, because there are more of them, we gain the same amount or even more energy because we have more mitochondria in each cell because of the presence of ketones. 
So they protect themselves because they become fuel waster. And at the same time, they reproduce themselves, they multiply themselves so that you have more energy with less effort. And the third superpower is that the presence of ketones make the mitochondria to repair themselves. All the defects that they might have so that they are not as efficient as they could be, they start to repair. So think about that your body is experiencing this lack of energy <clears throat> which it thinks it has when there are presence of ketones. The body thinks now we are running out of energy and then the body thinks we need to really get efficient and make available all the energy that we can without damaging ourselves so that we can get through the winter or the hunger. So the mitochondria does whatever they can to protect themselves and become as efficient and resistant, strong as possible. So you could say that the presence of ketones is the fitness programs, the fitness program for your energy factories, your mitochondria. And one of the things that generates ketones in your body naturally and for free is fasting. When we haven't eaten in about eight hours, the body should automatically start to use the fat that we have on our bodies in order to produce energy. And it's shown in a lot of animal trials, but also with human humans, for instance, with athletes, that if you limit, if you restrict your time, your, your eating window, you can eat the same food and experience weight loss, fat loss. Regardless, regardless that the food is the same, the calories are the same, but just because these athletes reduce their time the eating window from 12 to 7 hours made the whole difference to the, to the control group which were eating in 12 hours. So that's a part of Gondry's strategy. You can eat the same, you can eat more, more different foods, in other words more carbohydrates than on a strict keto diet, if you limit your eating window. I could also say it like this, the less you want to worry about what you eat, the more you need to worry about when you eat or when you don't eat. And the more eating breaks, real eating breaks, you need to incorporate in your daily life. And Gondry suggests a, a, a eating window on maximum eight hours, meaning that you have a period of not eating in that is 16 hours long, at least five of the week's seven days. In the weekend, you can eat your normally three meals. And why this is and how we do it, I will talk a little bit more about tomorrow morning. <music>